This is George Connor of the Chicago Bears. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode of the show is with Tommy McNamara, and we talk about Chicago Bears football. For the 2019 NFL season, I will be watching Chicago Bears football for the first time in nearly a decade, yeah. So uh, I used to watch every game. I used to be a big fan, and then I stopped watching for the obvious reasons. And for some reason, I feel drawn to watch again. So that's what the next 16 episodes about Chicago Bears football are going to be about. We're going to be recording these the day after each Bears game. So the Bears opened up the NFL season with a loss against the Green Bay Packers last night at Soldier Field. So Tommy McNamara and I kind of sort of talk about that and a little bit of everything else. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't matter. Tommy's a great guy. Uh, he's also the host of Stand By Your Band, uh, a wonderful music podcast. And I really, really like Tommy. He's one of the most enthusiastic, positive Chicago, former Chicago-based individuals I know. He's currently based in New York. I'm currently based in D.C. But for some reason, we did this episode while I was in D.C. And he was in uh, deep in the heart of Texas at Dallas Fort Worth Airport. So without further ado, here's Tommy McNamara and I on the 2019 Chicago Bears. Which airport did you fly out of? I flew out of LaGuardia. How was LaGuardia? You know, I was, uh, it was fine. I was a little hungover from uh, that terrible Bears game. Where did you watch the game? But it was, I watched the game at a bar. Well, first I went to a bar called Tom and Jones, and they did not turn the sound on, so I ran to another bar uh, called Fourth Down in Williamsburg. And watched it there. How many other Bears fans were at the Williamsburg Bar in Brooklyn, New York City on Thursday, September 5th? I would say there was about 15 to 20 Bears fans and about eight very mean Packers fans. Oh, so it's a, is it a sports bar? It is a sports bar, yeah. I like how we're doing this from maybe the worst possible place to record, which is at an airport. <laughs> I'm giving up too much intel. How many people? You're in Dallas, Fort Worth. How many Cowboys uh, hats and T-shirts have you seen on people today? Um, a lot on the plane. A lot. Really? Of, I saw a guy. You know, he had he had the uh, he had the Cowboys shirt. He had the chin strap beard. He had the Cowboys hat. He was rocking it. And I he like, was, of course, very loud. I like how you add the chin strap beard as part of the Cowboys accoutrement. It's part of the uniform. Yeah. Did you wear any Bears clothes to the bar last night? I will. I'm this guy. I wore a white Khalil Mack jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of white jerseys, what did you think of the new 100-year NFL all-white outfits? I actually, I in principle don't like them, but I thought that they looked cool. Do you do you like Major League Baseball? Uh, yes, and I hated those. The what was that? Players' Weekend. Players' Weekend, which is like two weeks ago. Why is it okay? for the NFL to do it, but not Major League Baseball? I don't know. I think it was also, in, base, in baseball, just the white versus black, it looked, something about it just looked so tacky to me, and the nickname, I felt, it was so annoying, the whole thing. But you're okay with an all-white party atmosphere for professional football? Yes, it's better or PDD's annual party, or the two white parties that I will attend. <laughs> the reason why I wanted to start this series with you is because you're one of the most positive people I know, and you're also a Smashing Pumpkins fan. And if you're willing to overlook the crimes against humanity that Billy Corgan has perpetrated, I figured that you would be able to understand my struggle 
with watching football for the first time consistently for almost a decade. Oh, is that what's going on? I didn't realize that that you hadn't been watching. I watched every game the first few years I was in Washington, D.C. So the last time the Bears were in the playoffs before last season was 2010, and that was my first fall in Washington, D.C. And then I watched the next two years with my good friend Harold Moore, who's another Chicago transplant. And then once all of the CTE stuff started coming out, I was done, and I'd been done for a long time. But now, the majority of the people on the field are between 22 and 30, so they played high school ball and college ball, and clearly all of their NFL career, knowing about the risks of CTE. So for some weird reason, I'm rationalizing it, where like, now that since the since the athletes know the risk, it's somewhat okay. Um, I'm very happy you told me that because now I have something I can say as defense when I feel bad about liking the NFL, <laughs> and I didn't have that one. <laughs> so, you, so you never <laughs> stopped watching? No, yeah, I watched the whole time. Uh, and I definitely felt bad about it, you know, but also, um, you know, my mom works for the Catholic Archdiocese of Chicago, so there's a lot of things I support that <laughs> are a little... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you were more attracted to the Zwan output of Billy Corgan because of the Catholic Archdiocese of Chicago? I mean, I think that there's no way the two aren't linked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you think you're a positive human being? Definitely, yes. Do you think the NFL produ- produces a product that makes the lives of its players better? So, um, I think in some way, I, I think it's, uh, it's, it's complex, obviously, health-wise and mental health-wise, uh, they do a terrible job of looking after their players, but also, you know, you can look at it in the, the way that a lot of people do it, through the NFL, kind of, you know, gain a lot of wealth and then support their communities and do a lot of good work in the NFL, all the NFL care stuff and all that. So there are ways I can also rationalize, you know? Are you a sport? I I know that we mentioned baseball, but do you like the NBA? Yes. Is it possible for the NBA to fill the NFL-sized hole in your heart? Uh, I definitely. The last few years, I've gone. I've watched more NBA than NFL. I don't know. I just cared about the NBA more. I think, which I think makes it feel better. Still watching football, where it's like the NBA is my main thing, and football is kind of, you know, this other thing I watch every <laughs> second of, but. Yeah, but you're going to probably watch every Bears game this year. Oh, I watch every Bears game always, yeah. And but you don't NBA, I'll watch games I don't care about. You don't live in Chicago, so you have to go to a bar or you have to buy the NFL Sunday ticket to watch every Bears game. Yes. So oh, I plan my week around it. <laughs> you're going to spend exponentially more money just watching the Bears game, let alone even supporting the NFL. Yes, very true. Do you see that ever um, in you know, it's funny. I used to say that, like, oh, I think that, you know, I think there was a Malcolm Gladwell thing that he thought, you know, in 50 years, no one will eat meat and no one will, like, national football won't be a thing, won't exist. And I used to kind of believe that, but I I do think it is too big to fail, which is a term I've coined. <laughs> and, like, I just, I just really, because we all talk about it, and you look at Twitter, and it seems like, oh, the NBA is the big sport now, but then you look at the ratings numbers, and it doesn't even come close. And it's like, it's just the Twitter illusion that the NBA is way more popular than it is when truly the NFL is leagues ahead of everything else. Well, that's not 
completely true. And I'd like for you to apologize to everyone for saying that Malcolm Gladwell, a man that thinks track is the future of sports, is right about everything. I am very sorry about that. Thank you so much. Okay, now that we can move on. The NFL is popular in the continental United States. You're in Dallas-Fort Worth. I'm guessing the majority of sports fans there aren't Mavs fans or aren't Texas Rangers fans or Spurs fans or anything like that. They're probably... Dallas Cowboy fans because you're in Texas. Mm-hmm. But you're in Williams. You were watching the game last night in Williamsburg. You currently live in New York. I think that it's possible that in pockets, the NBA is more popular. Major League Baseball is more popular, especially in Washington, D.C. right now. This is a football town where I'm talking to you. But mm-hmm. The Redskins are going to be horrible this year, and the Washington Nationals are getting hot and have a chance to make the playoffs. I, I don't think it's as is as big of a stronghold as it once was. Mm-hmm. Now, guys um, like Andrew Luck retiring early, I think that's a, a, a siren call. That's a, uh, I don't even know if I'm using that term correctly. But people that went to Stanford that played in the NFL for a few years aren't going to want to play in the NFL for Tom Brady levels, for Aaron Rodgers levels, for Drew Brees levels. These highly, highly educated quarterbacks – and any other players aren't going to gravitate towards the NFL if that timeline is much shorter, if they now know the CTE risk isn't there. I do think the product on the field might go down. Do you see that happening in any way? I mean, that was a genuinely shocking thing with Andrew Luck, and it makes a lot of sense. Uh, it was really funny. I was watching ESPN the next day, and I think it was Adam Schefter said, you know, you'll never forget where you were when Andrew Luck retired. And I was like, well, it's not like JFK, you know? <laughs> it wasn't that big of a deal. But I did, um, when my friend told me about it, I literally didn't believe my, I don't look at my Twitter. I was like, well, your Twitter's probably wrong. I'm going to look at my Twitter. <laughs> Mine's the real one. Uh, and, yeah, I, I think that it is the smart thing to do, and I do think that will keep happening, especially quarterbacks who take a lot of hits and uh, when the offensive line isn't there. And, yeah, he made so much money. It's like, why not? He can do whatever he wants now, you know? Is the Bears quarterback Mitch, um, is Mitchell? God, I can't believe that the Bears quarterback name is <laughs> Mitchell. Is Mitchell still on a rookie contract? He is, yes, I believe so. so I'm pretty sure. Because, yeah, it's his third year. So I think this is the last or third second year, last yeah. year? Yeah, but, yeah, kind of after this year would be the time when they would probably extend him if he doesn't play like last night. So – I understand rookie like playing past one rookie contract because a rookie contract is not nothing, but your body is going to take so much abuse. It's kind of like buying a car and knowing mm-hmm. it's going to be in a demolition derby. So it's like you, the amount of money you need to reinforce that car makes this thing a wash. What a horrible analogy. Yeah. What a horrible analogy. <laughs> well, you love those demolition derbies. So <laughs> you huge try and fit it into everything. Huge <laughs> You know me. It goes number one, demolition derbies. Number two, RuPaul's Drag Race. Number three, NFL football. Favorite sports in that order. Um, what it, I you have the weirdest empty page of all time. <laughs> I would understand him playing till he gets to like a massive contract, and then maybe like three more years and done. But anything other than that, when you have an Aaron Rodgers situation, when you have a Tom Brady situation, these are just empty individuals, right? Like they have nothing to live for other than the game that they throw the ball. Yeah. Cool party. Totally. I um, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's very scary. Do you want to have a child? Uh, I do at some point, yeah. Would Maybe you next let year. your child play football? Uh, that question I think about all the time, and it's so hard. Because I did I played football very briefly, but I really liked it. And <laughs> I did have a lot of fun. 
Um, would you play high school? But also, I wouldn't want them. I, I played Pop Warner, which I th- which I think I would let my child do that because they can't really, <laughs> you know, no one's getting CTE from Pop Warner. I hope. Uh, there's where you're but, wrong because I've also played Pop Warner football. I played for four years, and I was the quarterback, and I had multiple concussions. Did you really? Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you're just like a sitting target to get nailed. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess no, but I guess I would want them to get really into flag football because I love playing football. <laughs> you, you are also into music, right? You're into comedy. Yeah, you could do heroin any yeah. night of the week. You could find free heroin or free cocaine any night of the week. It's probably more fun to do a bunch of heroin once than it is to play flag football, but I don't think you're going to do a bunch of heroin. And that is a, a fair point. Uh, I just want you to talk about I do heroin on the record, uses. But... Just please talk about heroin use in a major international airport. Okay, so here's what I think about that. I don't have any on me, and I don't want to say the word out loud. <laughs> Do you, oh my god! You're trying you, to trick me now. Do you play fantasy football? I do, yes. And I uh, ruefully started two bears last night. <laughs> do you have any Packers on your team? No, I'm one of those lame Homer fans who refuses to draft uh, rivals, even when it's a good idea to. So even though you're playing fantasy football and your starting lineup isn't just the Bears, you still choose to pick and choose, being like, "Well, the Bears are playing the Redskins. I won't start a Redskin this week." I just won't start anyone from the Packers or the Lions or the Vikings. That's my uh, that's my principle. I would love to know all of your principles because they don't seem to have any logic. <laughs> oh, there's no internal logic at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, just kind of whatever works at the time. Do you have a lot of uh, female friends that watch professional football? I have a few. I have my one friend, Ashley, who watches every game with us. She's a Bears fan, too. Ashley Hamilton, great comedian. It's obviously less than guys. Okay, so of the gentlemen, are any of them not white? Of the Bears fans? Of the Bears. I, I all, your football, with, no. all your friends that are football so, so it's just a bunch of white friends guys. Friends that are football fans, yeah. Friends okay. that are football fans, yes. But Bears fans, no. Have you talked to any of your non-white friends about... <laughs> Uh, the whole, you know, institutional racism of the NFL. Not uh, in a good, not in like a honest discussion way. Like, you know, so, probably, probably passingly talked about Kaepernick and stuff, but not in like a frank, serious discussion. I love that it's just you going to a, a Williamsburg bar in a white Khalil Mack jersey to watch a Chicago Bears game with a bunch of other <laughs> white dudes. <laughs> Like, this is the perfect. aren't great. This is perfect. This could not be better. Yeah, but Goodell's in the new commercial where they plant a tree for the parks of Chicago. So I think that it's a wash. <laughs> That's where you're going to go. It's not so bad. It's not so good. Everything's a five. <laughs> That's how I skirt my way through this life. Um. What will you be thinking about during the next Bears game? Or while you're watching the game, are you entirely focused on the game? I am. What, something that happens whenever I watch a game at a bar is I'm always very concerned about if everyone's having a good time and if everyone's, like, comfortable and has a beer. And I don't know. I, I like, can't take my mind off that. I'm always, like, I'm like a mom in that way. So I think about that while also being focused on the game. Those are the two things I think about. 
So you sound like a great host. Well, if it's not my home, it's like if it's some if it's someone else's stuff. But I, I'm just like everyone needs to be sitting near someone they like and having a good time and laughing, and then I can enjoy it. That's great. You're see, that's I think you're a good individual. <laughs> I think you're a good individual. No, I'm not. I'm okay. I'm not good. I'm <laughs> straight up medium because like I I've been wrestling with this the institutional racism in the CTA and all that great stuff for a long time, and and I don't know for some reason this is the year I'm like you know what. I have a kid now. I don't want the kid to just not have every single option in his life. And even though I don't want him to play football, oh, he's definitely not playing football either. Like, I, I don't want to pretend that this part of culture doesn't exist. Does that make sense? That totally makes sense, yeah. So I want um, – I don't know why I care all of a sudden. I mean, and I went for over a, almost a decade not watching this stuff. And the previous decade, I probably watched every game, you know? Yeah, that is wild. It's funny because my friend uh, and podcast co-host Tom Pitar, he was off the NFL for a few years, and he came back this year also. So it's like a, it's just a coincidence, probably. But where's Tom from? Uh, Indianapolis, and he's a Colts fan, and he decided he was going to start watching football again, and then Andrew Luck immediately retired. Does and that despite him? Does that change Tom's likelihood of watching the NFL this year? No, because he came and watched the uh, Bears game with us yesterday. And l- last year he was uh, very strongly conscientiously objecting. I could not talk. And <laughs> now he's back. Well, I mean, in addition to the institutional racism, and it relates to the Kaepernick stuff, but like, have, especially in Indiana, having the Pence come out there for that one display of lack of patriotism two seasons ago cost millions of dollars. And, and clearly oh. the Donald weighing in on... Um, the not successful USFL. By the way, while I'm recording this, I'm looking at my USFL Chicago Blitz pennant. Wait, that you have that? Oh, I have that. Yes, um, because it's that always good so to remember. Funny. Oh my god, spring football leagues that went under. But uh, this is—it's an interesting time because we're in this weird thing of social justice, but lack thereof. The fact that Kaepernick got paid in the offseason is another reason why I'm somehow okay with this. Somehow. Um, yeah, it's, uh, that whole situation, I mean, the, the, that's, with the Pence leaving the game was so, I just feel insane, but it was just so clearly why he went, and it was just, uh, I, I just can't, did he win? No. You sure? But, I don't know, no, I'm not at all. <laughs> I'm thinking about it, because he got paid, he made a really great series of points, he has less brain damage, and he, I, and with Nike, he's pretty okay financially. Like, I think he won. Oh, no, yeah. And I, uh, I thought you were talking about Pat. I, uh, I totally agree that he won. You're uh, talking, you thought I was talking about got, who? <laughs> you're talking about Mike Pat. Uh, oh. <laughs> he didn't win. <laughs> um, but yeah, Catholic, I think it's the best case scenario. He got to play in the Super Bowl. He got to be a huge part of a movement. He got a bunch of money. And, <laughs> you know, yeah, he's going to be way healthier than he would have been. Yeah. So, number, who's a bigger winner, Ray Lewis or Colin Kaepernick? Um, well, one of them didn't try to murder someone or wasn't accomplice to a murder, you know? Are you um, boarding, like, right now? <laughs> I am boarding, yeah. This is great. All right, final question. <laughs> If you're trying to turn mm. someone on back on the NFL or back on the Chicago Bears, what would you tell them to watch the next game? Um, just watch the amazing Bears defense. We have 
Julie. I think the most exciting defense in the NFL. We have Khalil Mack, who I think is, if not the best defensive player, then the second best defensive player in the NFL. And we have Leonard Floyd, who everyone was saying was going to have a breakout year. And last night he had two sacks. So. Good. That's a nice, boring way to end the show. <laughs> and you can watch our kicker, who is uh, driving the entire city of Chicago out. So you can watch for that. Good luck in, uh, at the wedding, man. I appreciate your time. Oh, yeah. It's great talking to you. Thank you, Mary. Thank you. Have fun boarding yeah, a plane. Next, next time I will not be currently boarding a plane when we talk. How about we only <laughs> talk when you're boarding planes? <laughs> I like it, yeah. I'm your boarding plane buddy from here on out. <laughs> I'm totally in. All right. Have a safe flight, man. Right, I'll call you from LAX. See you. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>